Welcome to my first ever podcast. I'm really not sure what to call it yet, to be frank. Some of you know me as Mark, or Salculated, or the Commissioner of the League. Today we'll be discussing the Traders Paradise League. It seems to be a promising league with lots of trading already. Unfortunately, it's slowed down a little bit, but now that we can actually see our players on our team, it should hopefully pick up again. For the purpose of this podcast, I will be an outside observer attempting to have no bias toward any team. We'll start off by breaking down each team and end off with some rankings. Without further ado, let's dive into the first team. To start us off, we have UNC 44 Panther. His QBs are Matt Stafford, Zach Wilson, Mitch Trubisky, John Wolford, and Gardner Minshew. I love Stafford's opportunity this year in the Rams offense. Zach Wilson has some potential, but he's still a rookie, so you never know what will happen there. The rest is pretty gross, to be honest, aside from Minshew's beautiful hair. At RB, we have Zeke, Delvin Cook, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Gio Bernard, James White, Tevin Coleman, Damian Harris, and Alexander Madison. This is a solid group of three with Zeke, Cook, and CEH. After that, we have some potential for breakouts with Madison and Harris, as well as some good depth pieces with some of the vet pass catchers. It's a pretty good mix, and honestly one of the deeper teams at the RB position in the entire league. After that, we have the wide receivers which is Tyreek Hill, Adam Thielen, Tyler Lockett, Deontay Johnson, Corey Davis, Marvin Jones, Brashad Perriman, Tyrell Williams, and Josh Reynolds. Very solid group in general. This is definitely an aging group, but in terms of competing this year, fantastic. I like a couple of the young players as well, so this might be a good balance of competing now and building for the future. At tight end, he has Waller, Gronk, and O.J. Howard. Honestly, a great group of tight ends as well. Waller should be able to be a consistent stud, while Gronk offers some much-needed depth, and O.J. Howard is a good young piece that could end up contributing down the line as well. So, overall, fantastic team for competing in the short term. This team may be just a veteran QB away from really cleaning up this season. Good depth in almost all positions, a strong starting lineup, and some good late-round potential breakouts. Just like his number one QB, Matt Stafford's team, this team may be posed for a small window to win now, but it may be tough to beat him over these next two seasons. Having traded away his next two first-round picks, it may be tough to continue dominance into the future seasons with his already aging team. Next up, we have Tom Pep. QBs are Carson Wentz, Big Ben, Jordan Love, and Mason Rudolph. Age may be a real concern with this group of QBs. Currently Wentz is a starter, but if he doesn't look good, he may not have a job for long. Big Ben shows up to practice looking like the Michelin Man wrapped in ice packs, so he may not last much longer either. Luckily Tom has a couple of young guys with potential. Jordan Love may be a starter as soon as this year, hopefully not, and Rudolph has the potential to start in the next year too. At RB, Tom has Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, Jonathan Taylor, Kerryon Johnson, Mike Davis, and a couple of young dart throws. That three-headed monster of elite RBs will be extremely hard to beat. Possibly the best RB core in the league. And Tom also has Mike Davis, just in case one of his beastly RBs does happen to go down. At wide receiver, Tom has Kenny Galladay, Terry McLaurin, Will Fuller, T. Higgins, Darnell Mooney, Michael Pittman, and a few other sleepers. Once again, a fantastic group put together here by Tom. 
A great mixture of young upside guys and proven vets such as Terry McLaurin and Kenny G makes up for another potential positional advantage for this team. At tight end, Tom has Mark Andrews, Logan Thomas, and Austin Hooper. A common theme is beginning to arise here. Another great position group for Tom. Mark Andrews has the potential to once again be a top 5 tight end, and Logan Thomas just may receive another 100 plus target season. Overall, Tom is definitely a front runner. He may need some luck in order to have the QB firepower needed to dominate in a super flex league, but his other position groups are stacked to make up for his potential QB problems. Tom's future outlook is pretty solid. He traded away his first next year, but has all of his picks beyond 2022 in order to continue building on a seemingly stacked team. Next up, we have Rooks and Crooks, or Salculated. Quarterbacks are Deshaun Watson, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, and Dwayne Haskins. These QBs are all kind of similar in one way. You have no idea if any of them will be starting at the beginning of this season. Watson is obviously a fantastic quarterback, but we still haven't heard how the NFL will handle his legal situation. Trey Lance and Mac Jones both have great potential, but rookie QBs have an uphill battle to make it in this league. All in all, this is a good young QB core. There's little chance to compete this year with these youngins. At RB, Calculated has Javante Williams, Tony Pollard, Darrington Evans, Chris Evans, and some other dart throws. Pretty miserable excuse for an RB room, to be quite frank. Javante has a path of touches, but other than that, Calculated is depending on injuries in order to have any chance of competing with these running backs. The wide receiver, Calculated has Jacob Myers, Traquan Smith, Rashad Bateman, Elijah Moore, Rondale Moore, Kadarius Toney, and other dart throws. Well, if the goal was to draft the entire rookie wide receiver class, Salculated got close. If the goal was winning, Salculated failed miserably. Aside from the fact that this wide receiver core is young, I can't really pick out anything good to say about this. At tight end, Salculated has Dallas Goddard, Thaddeus Moss, Hunter Long, Brevin Jordan, and Jacob Harris. Goddard has the potential to be a tight end one, but the rest of these guys are just young dart throws at this point. There should be a serviceable tight end room, but nothing flashy about it. Overall, this team has little to no chance of competing this year. Between the abysmal QBs, the almost non-existent running back room, and the lackluster wide receivers, this will likely be the worst team in the league. The future is about as bright as it could be, though. Calculated has 12 first-round picks in the coming two draft classes, on top of his team being almost entirely compromised of rookies. If played right, this team could be a true dynasty. If played wrong, this team could easily be the laughingstock of the league for years to come. Up next, we have Train 19 Peter and Jason's squad. At QB, they have Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, and Jacob Eason. A very solid QB room. Definitely an aging QB room, but Russ and Kirk should be able to continue their high-level QB play well into their late 30s. Goff is serviceable when either of the other two are out, and Eason is a good young dart throw. At RB, they have Joe Mixon, J.K. Dobbins, James Conner, Matt Breida, Jeff Wilson, Ty Johnson, and some other young dart throws. Not a world beater of an RB room, but the top two are definitely good enough to compete. The depth of this RB room could use some work, mainly needing injuries or breakouts in order to have any real depth to speak of. 
Wide receiver, they have Amari Cooper, Justin Jefferson, Robbie Anderson, DJ Chark, John Brown, Ruggs, Amari Rogers, and some other dart throws. Wow. Quite a stacked wide receiver room. Solidly in contention for the best wide receiver core in the league with plenty of depth, some elite guys at the top end, and young up-and-coming guys. At tight end, they have TJ Hawkinson, Gerald Everett, Anthony Ferkser, and Chris Herndon. Hawkinson should be in line for quite a few targets this year, likely propelling him into the top five tight ends. The other three guys have potential and will be more than capable of filling in when Hawk is out. All in all, this is one of the more well-balanced squads in the league. Wide receiver room may be enough to carry Jason and Peter to a run at the championship this year. Most of their players are in a good age range where they aren't too worried about falling off after a good run at the ship this year. On top of that, they also have all of their draft picks for the coming years, so they will hopefully be able to continue their success down the road. If there is one major complaint about this squad, I would say that the RV depth worries me a little bit and could easily hamstring this squad. Up next, we have Team Non Soyboy. QBs of Aaron Rodgers, Daniel Jones, Drew Locke, and Jimmy G. I don't want to talk too much about Rodgers because that's all we've been hearing over these past couple of months, but he's truly the star of this QB room no matter where he ends up. Aside from Rodgers, Jones should be serviceable, and Drew and or Jimmy G might get a chance to shine again this season or in the future. At RB, he has Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, Lombardi Lenny, Michael Carter, Chuba Hubbard, and some others. I love the two starters in Saquon and Nick Chubb, but after that it gets a bit rough. Lenny and Carter should be able to provide something when those two are out, so hopefully it doesn't become too much of a problem. At wide receiver, he has Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith, Cole Beasley, Paris Campbell, Preston Williams, Darius Slayton, Terrace Marshall, and others. Wow. Salculated drafted half of the rookies, wide receivers, and non-soyboy decided to draft the other half of them. If some of these young guys can pan out, this would be a scary wide receiver room for years to come. In the meantime, there are some vets on this squad that should be able to plug some holes. At tight end, he has Robert Tanyan, Zach Ertz, and some rookies. If Tanyan can be as efficient as he was last year with touchdowns, then this could be a great tight end room. I'm just not sure that that can happen. I'm also not sure that Zach Ertz has much left in the tank. Overall, this team is solid and fairly young. It may be difficult to compete this year with so many young players having to step up, but the future looks very bright for this squad with a couple of things shaking out right. Out of all the position groups, I worry the most about tight end for this squad. Non Soyboy has all of their future picks, and in addition has M. Bowles 2022 first. This has the potential of being one of the better teams in the league for years to come, just maybe not this year. Up next, we have M. Bowl 1220, or Matt. QBs of Patrick Mahomes, Matt Ryan, Justin Fields, and Teddy Bridgewater. Probably the best QB situation of all the teams. Obviously the number one most valuable dynasty QB on your team is a plus. And Matt also has Matt Ryan and a young stud in Justin Fields. 
At RB, he has Devin Singletary, Kareem Hunt, Travis Etienne, Trey Sermon, Keyshawn Vaughn, and more. A lot of young guys with potential on the squad. Maybe difficult to compete this year with these guys as starters unless one of them really steps up or some sort of injury occurs that lets one of the other guys really step up. At wide receiver, we have Chris Godwin, A.J. Brown, Cortland Sutton, Devontae Parker, Nikhil Harry, Gabe Davis, and others. A great wide receiver core. This wide receiver core may rival Jason and Pete's as one of the top wide receiver cores. Young studs, some vet depth, and plenty of dart throws to make up a wide receiver positional advantage that will be tough for opposing teams to overcome. At tight end, Matt has Cole Komet, Kyle Pitts, and Harrison Bryant. If Pitts pans out, this may be one of the top tight end crews in the league. Cole Komet is set to have an increased role in the Chicago offense, which may see an uptick with Fields coming to town. Overall, this team has a good chance to make a run at it this year. This is a super flex league, and Matt likely has the advantage over everyone at QB. A solid tight end room, a fantastic wide receiver core, and a shaky RB room may be enough to sneak into the playoffs if the QB position can consistently get him 20 plus points a week per. Matt is missing his 2022 first and second round picks, but has all other picks still. With the youth he has on his team, he will likely be able to compete for many years to come. The next squad we're going to look at is Lions, Tigers, No Bears. Basement Beards team. QBs, he has Cam Newton, Tua Tagovailoa, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Tyrod Taylor, and a couple of rooks. Great young QB core. Probably the only team that can rival Matt's team in terms of QB firepower. If a couple of these young guys pan out, Jake could be in a league of his own, raining down QB points on the rest of us all. At RB, he has Austin Eckler, Kenyon Drake, Chris Carson, DeAndre Swift, Naheem Hines, Tariq Cohen, and some dart throws. Jake is in the running for the top RB core in the league here with some great depth and being strong at the top. There's a good mix of young players and older players with a heavy emphasis on pass-catching RBs in this core. A wide receiver, he has Mike Evans, Juju Smith-Schuster, DJ Moore, Michael Gallup, Tyler Boyd, Jalen Rager, Chase Claypool, Denzel Mims, and some other guys. Easily the most usable depth of any team in the league at wide receiver. A good mix of vets and younger guys as well at this position. Some of these players may struggle this season due to being TD dependent, or on new offenses, or aging QBs, or just having a new QB. But this is about as good as it gets in terms of depth. At tight end... He has George Kittle, Hayden Hurst, Dalton Schultz, and that is quite a strong position group here as well. Kittle obviously is one of the better tight ends in the league, and Hurst should still see plenty of work in Atlanta's depleted offense. Schultz also has a chance to take advantage of being in a Cowboys offense, which potentially will throw for a million yards this season. Overall, all I can say is... Good luck competing against this team, everyone. Between having depth out the wazoo and having a strong starting lineup 
it's going to be a tall order to take down Jake's squad this year. Luckily for us all, Jake has zero picks in 2022, but he still has all of his 2023 picks and an additional 2023 second from Coach. If I had to pick a weakness for this squad, I would say it would be trying to decide who to start each week. Sometimes he may end up starting somebody who doesn't do very well, and he'll have someone going off on his bench for 15 to 20 points. And that's just the consequence you have to face when you have this many good players on your team. Next up, we have Coach 23, or Coach Jared. At QB, he has Lamar Jackson, Ryan Tannehill, Tom Brady, and Blake Bortles. Another quite good QB lineup. Lamar can always contest for overall QB1 when healthy, and with some real offensive weapons for the first time in his career, he may reach QB1 again this season. Tannehill has started to feel a lot like Tom Brady in that old reliable type role, and luckily for Jared, he has both of them. I worry a little bit about Lamar's longevity in the league, as well as age for Tom Brady and Tannehill. At RB, Jared has Derrick Henry, Chase Edmonds, Ronald Jones, LaBelle, and Melvin Gordon. Speaking of age, with this as his entire RB core, Jared may soon need some RB help. But with Henry already being 26, and all of his other RBs aside from Ronald Jones being past their prime, it may get ugly quick for Coach. At wide receiver, Coach has Michael Thomas, Cooper Cup, Antonio Brown, Robert Woods, Nelson Aguilar, Hunter Renfro, and some other rooks. Once again, age may be an issue here. In the meantime, this is a stacked wide receiver room that could pose a threat to any opposing team. If MT gets back to his old slant boy ways of catching seemingly 20 balls a game, Jared could be a real contender. Tight ends. He has Travis Kelsey, David Njoku, Tim Tebow, Trey McKitty, and Pat Fryermuth. Travis Kelsey. That's it. That's all you need to say about your tight ends when you have him. In PPR, he has been the number one tight end for five straight years. Sorry, other tight ends, but you are not worthy of being mentioned with Kelsey on the board. This AARP love boat could easily race to a championship in year one or year two, but after that, things may look pretty grim for a while for Jared. Having already traded away his first-round picks in 2022 and 2023, Jared has pushed all of his chips and is ready to call the bluff on any posers halfway contending in this coming year. Watch out. Jared is ready to unleash Derrick Henry and his squad of arthritic athletes on whatever poor team he happens to come across. Up next, we have Bobby X 62 At QB, he has Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Bobby killed it at QB. Kyler has a chance to be the overall QB1 this year. And Joe Burrow is set to have almost as many weapons as the Batmobile in what should be a real sophomore year breakout. Fitzmagic will of course do his thing in Washington as well and will be serviceable when the other two QBs are out. At RB, he has Miles Sanders, Cam Akers, J.D. McKissick, Jamal Williams, Sony Michelle, Daryl Williams, A.J. Dillon, and others. The two at the top of the list, Sanders and Akers, are both great young backs in the league. After that, things start to get a little bit shaky for Bobby. Hopefully one of his other backs will be able to step up when those two are out or on by, but it may be rough sledding having a bunch of backup type RBs only as depth. Wide receiver, he has Julio Jones, Keenan Allen, 
Mike Williams, LaVisca Chenault, Brandon Ayuk, Jameson Crowder, James Washington, AJ Green, and others. What a fantastic mix of young studs and proven target monsters. Julio and Keenan should be able to hold it down while LaVisca and Ayuk develop. And Bobby also has plenty of depth at the position. Not quite on Jake's level here at wide receiver, but if some of these young guys pan out, he could surpass Jake. At tight end, he has Irv Smith, Alberto, you can't honestly expect me to say his last name, can you? And Tommy Tremble. Not a great tight end group. Irv had a good stretch with Rudolph out last year, but I'm not sure we can expect Irv to be a difference-making tight end. Hopefully Albert or Tremble take some steps forward, because right now, if Irv were to have an injury, things would be looking pretty bad for the greatest darts player in the history of Wisconsin. Overall, everything was looking incredible until we got to the tight end section. At that point, I wanted to throw up in my mouth a little bit. Bobby is sure to be a contender in this league, but if he gets unlucky at RB, he may quickly fall out of contention. He currently has all of his future picks, so he'll be able to potentially fill some of these gaps at RB and tight end in the future. Up next, we have Blackfish, or Brandon. At QB, he has Josh Allen, Jameis Winston, Sam Darnold, and Marcus Mariota. Josh Allen is obviously a fantastic QB, but it gets scary quick for Brandon. After Josh, he has two guys competing for the starting position right now and a backup QB. If things work out well, Brandon could be looking good at QB. If things don't go well, it would be panic time. RBs, he has David Montgomery, Malcolm Brown, Rashad Penny, Miles Gaskin, LaMichael Pirine, and some dart throws. Well, it could be worse, I suppose. David Montgomery and Gaskin currently are the only two that are looking to be the guys that will get the majority of work for their team. If one of those two goes down, Brandon is stuck hoping for a miracle on the waiver wire or a breakout from a dart throw. At wide receiver, he has Odell Beckham Jr., DK Metcalf, Stephon Diggs, Marquise Brown, Debo Samuel, Tamar and Terry, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and some others. Wide receivers are definitely a strong point of this squad. DK, Diggs, and OBJ are one of the strongest groups of three wide receivers in this league. It's nice to see some depth for the position as well, and Brown, Samuel, and some of the later round guys. At tight end, he has Hunter Henry, Tyler Higby, and Dawson Knox. Three good options, none of them especially amazing, but all have good potential to take the next step in this coming season. In terms of depth, I think this is one of the better squads, but it may be frustrating to decide which one of these three tight ends to roll out each week. This team feels fairly fragile at both quarterback and running back, which may cause problems. But, much like Bobby, the range of outcomes for this team feels very large. The wide receiver core could carry the other positions that are a bit weaker to a solid finish. I could reasonably see this team finishing anywhere from last to first depending on injuries and luck. Brandon has all of his picks over the next two years aside from his 2022 second and fourth rounders. He's in a position to build a solid dynasty and also potentially compete this year. Next up, we have Skullcrusher26. QBs are Baker Mayfield, Derek Carr, Taylor Heineke, and Andy Dalton. This is one of the weaker teams in the league at QB. Baker looked good last year, but who knows if he'll continue to build on that or regress back to how he was in prior seasons. 
Derek Carr is on his last legs as a starter in the NFL. And the other two QBs likely won't contribute much, barring injuries. At RB, he has Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, Todd Gurley, Latavius Murray, Jarek McKinnon, Zach Moss, Salvan Ahmed, and David Johnson. CMC is going to need to blow up again this year in order for this RB core to work out. Josh Jacobs and Zach Moss will likely be in large running back by committee type roles. Gurley's knees are dust, and the rest of the guys are currently backups. At wide receiver, he has Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Allen Robinson, T.Y. Hilton, Deshaun Jackson, Tim Patrick, C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy, Christian Kirk, and more. Okay, just kidding. That is unreal. Three vets that could all easily finish top 10. Two sophomore wide receivers set for big role increases and more depth to boot. This squad is also just behind Jake's stacked wide receiver core for the best in the league. At tight end, he has Evan Ingram, Jared Cook, and Mike Kosicki. A solid group of tight ends. Kosicki and Ingram both are likely to be top 12 tight ends this season with Jared Cook potentially in there too. Skull may run into the same issue that I talked about with Brandon, of being frustrated with figuring out who to start and sit. Overall, this is another team that is close, but it may be difficult to truly compete with the current starting lineup. What lacks in RB scoring should fairly easily be made up for in wide receiver scoring, but it's tough to make up for low scoring QBs in the Superflex format. For this team to compete, Gruden is going to have to allow Carr to really air it out this season, and the RBs are going to have to take a step in the right direction. Skull currently does not have a first in either 2022 or 2023, but has all of his other picks. This team has quite a few older receivers and QBs, so it may be difficult to continue success down the line without first round picks. And last but certainly not least, we have Alex, or Vegabetics. QBs, he has Dak Prescott, Trevor Lawrence, and Taysom Hill. In terms of starting QBs, this may well end up being one of the best pairings in the league with Dak and Trevor. As with any rookie QB, though, Trevor could end up not panning out. If that were to happen, Alex would be in quite a rough situation with only having Taysom Hill on the bench. At RB, he has Najee Harris, Antonio Gibson, James Robinson, Carlos Hyde, Raheem Mostert, Wayne Gallman, Marlon Mack, and Boston Scott. Once again, a good set of starting running backs in Najee and Gibson, but after that it gets a bit rough. Robinson and Mostert may also be usable this year, but if there were to be an injury to Najee or Gibson, it could be a catastrophic event for this team. Alex has wide receivers of Calvin Ridley, Curtis Samuel, Brandon Cooks, Jarvis Landry, Sterling Shepard, Tyler Johnson, Amonor St. Brown, and a couple of rooks. This is a solid wide receiver room. I love Ridley at the top, then a bunch of vets that will do enough for the team in the coming couple of seasons, and some young dart throws. A good mixture of wide receivers, but probably not enough at the top to give a big advantage over the other teams. At tight end, he has Janu Smith, Jack Doyle, Mo Ali Cox, Blake Jarwin, and Adam Troutman. It's tough to really know what will happen in New England this year with their two high-level tight ends. I, for one, am worried about both of them, but Janu should still be startable most weeks. I like the sleeper tight ends as well with Jarlin, Troutman, and of course, Gigantor, Mo Cox. 
All in all, I can't say that this team is a flashy team by any means, but I do think that it is a good team. I'm worried about the potential lack of running backs that this team has, although it's not as bad as some teams have been with their lack of depth. Alex has no first-round picks in the next two years, but has two seconds in 2022 and no third in 2022. He should be able to compete this year, but I worry that his aging wide receiver core may soon knock him down to a rebuild in the near future. Now that we've gone over all of the teams individually, I'll be ranking the teams in two different categories. Year 1 chances of winning and future outlook. In order to do this, I'll be using a mixture of my own opinions and DynastyRanker.com. Time for the big reveal. My prediction for most likely to win the league year one is Basement Beard or Jake. Um, in second place, I have Matt, Mbull1220. In third place, I have UNC44Panther. In fourth place, I have Skullcrusher26. Fifth place, I have Tom Pep. Sixth place is currently Bobby. Seventh place, I have Bull Train 19 or Pete and Jason. Coach 23 or Jared is coming in at eighth. In ninth place, I have Brandon Fish or Brandon. And in tenth place, we have Vegabetics or Alex. Non Soy Boys coming in at 11. And in last place is, of course, Celculated aka Mark, or Kamish. Now we have our future outlook rankings. In first place, we have Salculated. Second place, Basement Beard. Third place, Mbull1220. Fourth place, Non Soy Boy. Fifth place, Bull Train 19 Sixth place, Bobby X62. Seventh place, Brandon Fish. Eighth place, Tom Pep. Ninth place, UNC44 Panther. 10th place, Skullcrusher26, 11th place, Vagabetics, and 12th place is Coach23. Now, if you don't agree with my rankings, I will say this. Make some trades and maybe you'll be ranked higher in the next episode whenever that comes out. Maybe you'll be ranked lower. At the end of the day, these are preseason rankings of made-up teams based in almost entirely on opinion. If you don't like it, use it as a fire in your heart to destroy me for years to come. I hope you all enjoyed my first ever podcast. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, or whatever it is you do with podcasts. 